Welcome back to the podcast. This is Casey. I'm Jill. We are two Gen Xers and a microphone. Jill, it's a brand new year. 2022. Here we are. I love it. We are not quite at the mark for one year and a new season of podcast, but we definitely are in a new year and that is super exciting. And we are going to roll out a couple of new additions to our podcast. Yes, we are. And the first new addition is we are going to have a show dedication. I love this. I love this idea. I love all, everything about it. Yeah, tonight we are dedicating this podcast to StopSoldierSuicide.org. And Jill, why are we dedicating the very first one to this organization? So um, I got exposed to this by my friend Vic, who we, was on the podcast yes, we love way it. back when. She's always one to give us a good challenge. Yes, she is. Well, she gave me another challenge. So I am on Team Cleo for the month of January. Our team is supposed to do 2,000 burpees. That sounds miserable. Yes, yes. Thank goodness I don't have to do 2,000 of them. So, um, I think there's probably like 15, 20 of us on this team. So, she said, hey, would you do this? And I said, sure, I'll do this. Because, you know, she wrapped me up into that uh, push-up one a few back. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And we're doing them already at the gym anyway. That's true. We did two days in a row. We did. And I am stealing your burpees. Oh, you can have all my burpees. Yes. So, um, I said, yes, I'll do this. And, um, you know, it's a great organization to support and especially I think um, this time of the year it's after Christmas everything a lot of it settled down Mm -hmm. and so we have to you know think about mental health and that is why we are dedicating this show to StopSoldierSuicide.org. I love it and what's interesting is I knew that you were doing the challenge and that Vic had roped you into it again. I figured it had something to do either with the canines or with helping uh, some form and fashion of the military. This is phenomenal. All too often we do see that soldiers returning home don't have what's needed to acclimate right back into society or deal with what they dealt with while they were in the military and that transition then doesn't happen and unfortunately the end result is a suicide. So interestingly enough you and I were talking about post-traumatic growth and what that is. Have we experienced through the trauma that we have been through? And I am making absolutely no correlations between what you and I have been through and what soldiers go through. None None. whatsoever. None. I am just simply saying that, interestingly, that we're talking about this and how timely that you're doing this challenge with Vic. Yeah, I think sometimes when things align in your world, there's a reason for it. Yes, And the term post-traumatic growth caught me off guard because I had never heard of it before. You always hear post-traumatic stress. Exactly. But not post-traumatic growth. And we've said it before on so many episodes. When something traumatic happens, you have to go through it. Mm -hmm. You can't go around it. Right. Because until you go through it, that's the only way you can come out at the other end 
And at the other end is where you experience that growth. And I think that you and I both, with or without saying it outright, it has been the growth that led us to lean on each other, to share our stories, and to want to give to our listeners, to our family, to our friends, anything and everything that we have that fills them with hope, that gives them some joy, and that really does support not only our continued growth, but everyone else around us. I love being a developer, right? I love the connection to people. I'm a firm believer that people need people, and part of that need is to continue to develop and to grow. And if you have especially the right people around you, that growth can be phenomenal. Definitely. I think that is part of why we're all together and why we're all connected. We are supposed to grow. Right. So I think it's interesting what you said about getting going through it, right? And getting getting into it. You can't go around it. You can't you can avoid it. That certainly is an option, but you won't get through it, right? And you won't get to that possibility of growth if you stay stuck in it. And I think sometimes we want to stay stuck in the trauma that we have, right? That's okay. Sometimes we need to be in it. But I think where the growth comes from is that attempt to make sense of the trauma. And when you're ready to do that, it's work. It's a lot of work. It is. It can wear you out. You know, there's, we've all felt the physical, you know, when you're worn out from a physical activity. Mm-hmm. Being worn out from an emotional inventory, a mental exercise, it can be just as draining. It can be. I think sometimes you don't even know the drain that it is taking, right? That that what all it is taking out of you because it isn't like a sore muscle. It's your feelings and it but it will absolutely contribute. It can 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 contribute to your physical state if you're not dealing with your emotional state for sure. So Jill, let's talk a little bit about how the how we get through how we work through and how we might be able to help someone who may not know how to get to a point of growth what what does that look like so we've got different things that you have to recognize first you have to be brutally honest optimism so i love brutally and honest together mm-hmm. because A lot of people will say, oh, it's that Pollyanna optimism. No, it's not. Mm -mm. It is brutally honest optimism. You know that you are going to be disciplined to confront facts. Right. You are not living in a coulda, woulda, shoulda. Mm -hmm. Um, You're owning what has happened. And I love that the brutal honesty component because when we are looking at facts, we're building that current reality in fact-based evidence, right? Like, what is it that you are in? Are you seeing it objectively? Are you seeing it for the facts that it is? Not necessarily the emotional toll that it's taken, right? Not if there has been physical pain, Absolutely not. And that's not to diminish those. It is to say, this is the harsh reality that you're in. And you can pair brutally honest optimism 
because you're being honest does not equal negative. No, it does not. And you know what? Sometimes when you are brutally honest and you speak it out loud, it's a weight lifted off of your shoulders. Mm -hmm. I think optimism, that weight that gets taken off, that optimism helps that helplessness, right? It reduces the sense of helplessness that we have when we're stuck in a situation that we don't know how to get out of. And so again, having someone help you realize what are those facts, so you don't have to do it yourself. You you can absolutely rely on people around you and say, okay, am I seeing this the right way? Am I seeing this for what it is? This is that connection of people need people. We have blind spots and we need others to help us see. And you always need that Casey friend that's going to be brutally honest with you. Yes, you do. Absolutely. Because when you're in it, you can't see it. But you know what? Someone from outside that circle, it is so clear to them. Right. You know, so you pick someone that you respect, Mm -hmm. that you look up to, and say, hey, you know what, Casey, I need some fresh eyes, really, you know, give me some clear understanding here. Absolutely. Yep. The other thing, you know, about we have to be brutally honest, but we also have to have a perception of control. Mm -hmm. And that is about our action. You know, um, if we have something that we're working towards we have control of that situation and that is what action are we going to take right you know there when you do go through something that's significant yes you kind of have to sit and be still Mm -hmm. and absorb and face what's happened but then there's a time for action there is and i think too you can take action to change your situation and that's what this perception of control over things is making sure that you understand that you you have that power you have the you know authority give it to yourself give that gift so that you do if you can't actually take action maybe you can consider how are you changing your orientation to the situation? Your perception of it. Are you seeing it brutally, honestly? Are you in a place where you can change your mindset about it, right? So you can change your orientation to it if you can't actually change the situation. So either those are two changes, right? But like the physical situation, can you change it? If not, can you change your orientation to it? Yeah, the action. Um, and then, and then we can lead into our coping style. Mm-hmm. You know, so we've got you know you're brutally honest, your um, perception of control, your action, and then it's like, okay, how am I going to cope with this? Right. What is my style of coping? Mm-hmm. And I think here's where you can actively cope with it, right? And that is, oh goodness, I really need to figure out what the problem is and what the solution is. That's an active participation in the coping and finding the the mechanism to do so by identifying the problem and the solution. You certainly can avoid it. You're not going to get through it. No, but you that that is a coping style. And again, there might be periods of time where you have for your own self you have to avoid. But again, you may uh, not get to the point of growth that you want to. And this isn't going to be quick work, right? We should no. probably put that out there. I think that 
when you take an active role in dealing with what you're going through and you do find the coping mechanisms, you can get to a place where you are accepting what has happened happened to you and then you can start to interpret it in a more positive light because again you've added the element of control and you've also added the element of your reality what is that brutal honesty that was needed to see the situation for what it actually is yeah and I think that you know um, what you said is the avoidance the coping style that to me is a short term sure it's a short term. You might need to rely on that because they're like, oh, I just have to pull these covers over my head one more day. I can't right, do it. I'm right. avoiding it. That's true. Um, you know, but in the long run, you need to get out of that mm-hmm. um, because you cannot lay in that bed. That's right. You've got to get up. So the kind of the fourth thing I want to um, talk about is your strong sense of self. Mm-hmm. We all have a purpose in life. And I think discovering that purpose is a wonderful journey. Absolutely. And that in and of itself is true growth. You are learning more about yourself. You're learning about your surroundings, why you're here. A lot of reflection that happens on that journey. And that, I think, really sends you into a better connection and a higher level of understanding for who you are, what you're here to do, what you're made of, and others around you. Yeah, it's, um, you know, the growth in the end, it helps you get the wisdom, a sense of unity, Mm -hmm. greater gratitude. Um, You know, you're just more understanding. And then it can blossom into your spiritual beliefs. Absolutely. You know, we talk about being well, mm-hmm. well in mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. And every day we grow, we never reach the point, oh, well, you know what? I'm 50, done growing. I mean, it's a, and that's one of the things I love with my mom's mindset is growth. That's neat. She likes to learn. Mm-hmm. She'll take her cell phone, tell me about this, show me this. You know, and so I love that, and I always want to be growing. I do too. I love learning, and I love the just the practice of gaining new knowledge. And for me, that is growing each day. What is it that I can add a better understanding of, have more information on? And there, I'm sure, are people around me that might think that I'm wasting time, but. For me, it also connects me more to the reason why I'm here and what I'm supposed to be doing. So I love that growth mindset. I think it can bring about closer relationships, a greater appreciation of life, all of the possibilities that come when you're, you have a, a bigger heart, you have more gratitude, you're thankful, and definitely the development in your spirituality. For sure. With it. Absolutely. And I want to, I want to tag back to, we mentioned it on a previous podcast about the, um, it was called, I won't say this right, Kinsuki? I think it was Kinsuki, right? Yeah. K I N T S U G E. And it was basically the fixing of pottery. Mm -hmm. So 
it's a broken piece of pottery. You know, that's where that symbol of the trauma. Mm-hmm. But then when you have recovery and you put this back together and you use beautiful gold um, to have it come together, the paint and the, the glue mm-hmm. to come together, you make it strong, mm-hmm. you make it resilient, and it's beautiful in a unique way that no one else is going to have, but you have this. And I think that that's a great way to maybe describe post-traumatic growth. I think so, too. When we rejoin all those broken pieces in this old Japanese art form, we do it in such a way that it makes, like if you're using a bowl, it makes the bowl whole again, but it also holds its broken history. It just holds it differently. And I love it, Jill. You're absolutely right. It holds it more beautifully, stronger. The what the Karen, the concern that is used in this art form to put those pieces back together so that something whole can be rejoined, it's phenomenal. And I think that people can put their pieces back together too and recover from trauma with dignity and with grace. And then I think it really does show this immense capacity that we have as humans to be resilient and to grow. And to grow. I think, you know, we're starting out 2022, and I would like to challenge people, do something to grow in a positive direction this year. I love it. With that, we're going to leave you on a high note with hope. Bye-bye. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at two Gen Xers and a mic. That is the number two, G-E-N-X-E-R-S-A-N-D-A-M-I-C at gmail.com.